At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare when you buy kroger brand products you feel like you're winning that's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices in fact we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Bring it Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Indeed believes less is more. That's why they have powerful tools to help you source, screen, and hire quality people faster. Learn more at Indeed.com slash credit. Welcome back to the program. It's hour number two of Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, your host out here in Las Vegas. Your other host today is out in Denver, Colorado. That's James Salinas. And happy to bring on to the program Sean uh, Devaney. Uh, he covers the NBA for Heavy.com, and also he's a contributor uh, for the NBA with Forbes Sports. Sean, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Doing outstanding. Um, trying to get some intel on this game. I I, I like Memphis. Uh, right now I can catch them at plus five. They got the uh, Golden State Warriors. Uh, of course, Golden State's at home 221 in this win or go home situation. Uh, I'm looking for Memphis to step up big time. Uh, Sean, how do you see this game? Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think, uh, you know, the fact that the Warriors played the Lakers pretty tough, uh, but that's a very banged up Lakers team. Um, you know, that, that, that's probably given the, the Warriors some momentum in terms of people's perception. But I think the reality is that it's still a very flawed team. Uh, it's a team you can really, uh, you know, hammer in the middle. Uh, and, and I think uh, uh, the Grizzlies will be able to do that, both uh, with their big guy, Valanciunas, and with uh, John Morant just attacking uh, the paint. Um, so, you know, I think that, that there's things – uh, that the Grizzlies, who who are pretty hot themselves, you know, they 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 come into this uh, on a bit of a roll in the last uh, you know eight to ten games. Um, so yeah, you know, I I, I I like Memphis in this. I like uh, uh, John Morant. I think the the storyline is sort of with Steph Curry and 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 the Warriors. But I think uh, uh, if you're if you look at Memphis on paper, uh, you got to like the Grizzlies and uh, uh, and what they might be able to do tonight. Hi, Sean. James Salinas out here in Denver, Colorado. Thanks for coming on, and let's talk some. Let's look forward here in the Western Conference. Winner of this game tonight, Grizzlies Warriors, takes on Utah in the first round. Utah has the number one seed in the West, best record in the NBA. 
Status of Spider Mitchell hasn't played since mid-April. Really impactful player. We know that. Any information about his status going into this coming upcoming series, whoever they play? And then how do you like the Jazz chances being the number one seed in the West? Can they make a deep run in the playoffs and potentially make it to the NBA Finals? Yeah, you know, Mitchell is going to be a, a real X factor just in terms of uh, uh, his health. He seems to think that he can be back for game one, but uh, we're still not sure. And, and, and will he be 100%? He was obviously uh, huge for them in the bubble last year uh, with that terrific series they had uh, against Denver. Um, you know, the, the, the big question, though, is that, okay, if he comes back, it's an ankle injury. You know, it's not – you can't really fake it. You know, if you're we – saw, we saw that with LeBron. Um, you know, you, if your ankle is hurting and it's not 100%, then it's going to be noticeable, especially a guy who relies on uh, on explosiveness the way Mitchell does. So, um, yeah, you know, it's uh, – uh, it's 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 a big question mark. I would I would be surprised uh, if if Utah didn't have trouble uh, out of the gate uh, with that series. No matter who they get, they're going to get either a, a Warriors team or or Grizzlies team that's been playing and that's fresh and that that's uh, that's kind of rolling a little bit. Um, you know, it, it, when you're looking at that situation against a team that's cold and is adding a star player back, I think you got to look at uh, uh, the underdog to at least uh, uh, make it a series in the early going even if they can't quite uh, finish off the job. We're speaking with Sean Devaney, NBA editor for Heavy.com and NBA contributor for Forbes Sports. Sean, uh, speaking of angles, uh, ankles, we just saw right there uh, with the Lakers plus 180, uh, the win, the conference. Uh, LeBron James in this ankle situation, certainly teams or opponents are taking liberty at uh, you know creating hard fouls against him too. Uh, LeBron's not playing coy. I, I think he's injured here. Uh, can the Lakers get back to the championship, I guess, with a hobbled LeBron James? They're going to have to, and and I just can't imagine a scenario unless they really come out and stick it to Phoenix and 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 end the series in in, in four or five games where they have enough rest time uh, for him to uh, uh, you know to really get that ankle right uh, at any time during this postseason. I just don't think that's going to happen. So uh, you know you're probably going to be dealing with a, a 75 to 85 percent LeBron James. Now, as we saw. He's such a great passer, and, and he commands so much attention offensively that he can still be pretty impactful, even 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 with the uh, the, the hobbled ankle. So, uh, yeah, you know, I, I I can't imagine him getting healthy, but I also uh, I think with the way the Lakers defend, they've got uh, uh, the top defense in the league. Even when even when Davis and, and and LeBron were out, they still played terrific defense. Credit to Frank Vogel for that. Um, you know, so as long as their defense holds, and I think it will. Um, and, and, and you have Anthony Davis doing what he does, uh, and you have 80% or so of LeBron James, I think you'd still have to have the Lakers as the favorite in the West. Sean, let's stay with the other team in Los Angeles, the Clippers, and how they finished the season was kind of interesting. Heard some rumblings about, well, positioning themselves for seeds and losing to Oklahoma City. No one was losing to Oklahoma City post-All-Star break, except the Clippers may filled that role. I'm wondering, what do you think about that? If they were actually trying to position themselves for the seeding where they're sitting now against the Mavericks, they're a hefty favorite. 375 are as a favorite in a against the Mavericks in this series. First off, do you think they were doing that and trying to position themselves out of that three seed and wanted to be in the four seed to play the Mavericks? And then they got what they wanted as a large favorite here. How do you see that series shaking down? Yeah, I do. I do think that that was, uh, um, you know, I know that, that Ty Lue did a press conference and, and, and professed that he was, he was shocked shocked that somebody would think that they possibly tanked those last two games. How, how could you accuse him of such a, uh, such skullduggery? Uh, no way, but uh, of course they did. I mean, like I said, nobody was losing to the thunder uh, unless you were really trying and, and, and they, they, they wanted to see, they have, I think they wanted to see Dallas again. Uh, they played them last, they played Dallas last year. Um, and, you know, it was a close series through four games and then, uh, then the Clippers really, you know, there were there were injuries and suspensions involved, but but the Clippers really laid it to them the last two games. I think they feel comfortable with that matchup. Uh, so yeah, you know, I think that uh, no question that the Clippers were trying to do that. I think they feel good about this matchup. And you know, if you were if you were 
if you didn't know what happened last year, if you're just looking at this team, this roster that they have, uh, I think you'd say that they're the favorite. Um, but, you know, they are a team that you got to put them in the context and, and see where their flops have been in the past and, and wonder if it's going to happen again. So you know, talent-wise, I think the Clippers are, should be the favorites. But, um, you know, we just haven't seen them chemistry-wise and, and just in terms of their toughness, we've not seen them put that together. Wow, so much to cover here with Sean Devaney, NBA editor for Heavy.com and NBA contributor for Forbes Sports. Um, because I, I, I want to focus on the Nets, but then I want to shift to the Bucks here because the Bucks have retooled the three seed. Uh, they got the Heat. The Heat, are they primed to make this run? They're plus 225 as a dog in this series. Uh, Sean, how do you see that? Yeah, you know, the, the the Bucks are sort of the Clippers of the East, you know. I mm-hmm. mean, they're they're a team that you look at them and you say, well, that should be, uh, you know, they should be uh, one of the favorites. Uh, but then you, you, you put them in the context of what they've done in the playoffs and, and what happened to them last year, especially against Miami. Um, you know, then uh, then then you get you get a little nervous there. Uh, you know, Miami, I don't think that – Miami was, was in a really good position last year. Uh, I think they got a lot of favorable matchups uh, uh, in the bubble. I think they had some guys playing well at the right time, Duncan Robinson and and, and Tyler Hero uh, first among them. Uh, and and I think that teams have figured that team out a little bit. Um, you know, no Jay Crowder. He was a big, big part of what they did last year. Uh, and, you know, they make the deal for Oladipo and he gets hurt. So I just don't see Miami catching the magic the way they did last year. And I think uh, the addition of Drew Holiday to that uh, – to that Bucks team, uh, I think that, that that that's a team that's ready to kind of put those demons to rest, at least in the first round, uh, and, and get some revenge for what Miami did to them uh, in the second round of the playoffs last year. Sean, let's move down the East to 4-5 matchup with the Hawks and the Knicks. This is really a pick series, depending on where you're looking for series prices. It's pretty much even uh, for both teams. And thinking about here, that's kind of where I said this is going to be a really interesting matchup. And we know with coaches, coaches, it goes in-game adjustments as well as through a series game-to-game adjustments. And you got some veteran coaches here with Thibodeau and McMillan on both sidelines for these teams. I'm on the fence. I'm not really sure where to go with this series uh, with the Knicks and the Hawks. Where are you leaning here? Yeah, I mean, uh, the Knicks kind of do what they do. And, and, you know, there'll there'll be some adjustments available for Tibbs, no question. Uh, But the thing is that he doesn't have the pieces to turn to that that Nate McMillan has. You know, there's there's a lot more depth uh, on that Hawks team. Uh, a lot more offensive versatility. But I think when the Knicks do what they do, when they're focused on the defensive end, I think that they can get enough scoring from Julius Randle. I think that guy's a handful. I think R.J. Barrett has made enough strides. I think the Knicks wind up taking The thing that I think that could put the Knicks over is that they've got home court advantage, and they're going to they're, they're gonna have that place as crowded as, it, as it's been in a year and a half. And I think that that energy is really going to lift that team. I, I think that, you know, I don't usually like to think about crowds and referees, you know, do those external factors, but I think that's going to be a little different this year, uh, given the context of everything. I think that's something that's really going to push the Knicks uh, over the edge and, and what I figure is going to be a really good series. So let's get to this Nets-Celtics uh, matchup, 2-7. Uh, Kenny the Jet Smith on set on national TV, uh, maybe implied even that the Celtics could have a chance. Uh, court chemistry, we know how important that is. The Nets with the big three uh, probably won't have that uh, advantage for sure, but they have the talent advantage. Uh, how do you see this series playing out? Yeah, no question. Uh, you know, it's just overwhelming talent. And, and you know, the Celtics are going to kind of revert to – uh, the teams that Brad Stevens has had that have been successful have been the ones that have been huge underdogs. You know, the Isaiah Thomas team a few years ago, they had that 2018 team with Kyrie and Gordon Haywood both hurt uh, when Jason Tatum was a rookie that went all the way to game seven of the Eastern conference finals without those big stars. Uh, you know, that, that, underdog mentality. I mean, this is a guy who coached at Butler, right? So, uh, you know, that's, that's his calling card. And, and, and I think he's going to instill that in these guys and, uh, and, and, and really get that aspect of, of it going. And, um, you know, if, if, if Brooklyn only had two of those guys, I'd say Celtics have a chance, but they got three of them. So, you know, all the under all that stuff, I think the Celtics will make it a good series, but I think, you know, Harden, Durant, Irving is too much. I, I just don't think the Celtics can match up with that. 
Shonso thinking about the other teams in the East, number one seed Sixers. They're not the favorite in the East. It is the Nets. They're $1.10 to win and represent the Eastern Conference in the NBA Finals. The Sixers are $3. How do you see for the Sixers, obviously matching up with the Wizards here soon enough, but also going through this playoffs, can they get in a, 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 how do they match up with not only the Bucks but especially the Nets to really get through to that Eastern Conference championship? Do you think they can get through there? Yeah, I mean, it's all about Joel Embiid. I mean, that, you know, first of all, it's health with him. You know, we've seen that time and again that, um, you know, he's, he's injury prone. Um, and, and if he can't stay healthy, they don't have a chance. That goes without saying. Uh, but if he's healthy, uh, and he's engaged the way that he's been engaged this year, which is to say, you know, he, he, he hasn't been, uh, you know, as, as prone to drifting to the perimeter, to jacking up threes and, 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 you know, kind of taking easy shots rather than working in the post, drawing the double team, kicking it out, you spread the ball, hope that, you know, repost, you know, all that hard work that you've got to do. Um, you know, he's done it consistently this year where he hasn't done that in the past. So if he keeps up that, that, that mindset, there's no reason to think that he wouldn't uh, at this point, uh, then, then he's going to be a bear because, you know, the, the Bucks don't have anybody to match up with him and, and, and neither do the Nets. Uh, of anybody in the whole league, in either conference, really, uh, that's that's the one thing that the Sixers can do with the Nets that nobody else can is really hammer them uh, in the middle with Joel Embiid. So, um, you know, I, I, I would have them as the number two team in the entire – I think the Nets wind up winning it all, uh, but I think the Sixers are, are, are right behind them in, in terms of teams that I would pick next. Um, you know, I just think that, like I say, the, the offensive talent is too much for Brooklyn, uh, but – I, I really like what uh, uh, what Embiid can do, and he's going to be the key. I mean, if as long as he's healthy and engaged, uh, they're they're going to be very very difficult to stop. You know, Sean, we're talking about all these superstars certainly that could step up uh, in big moments. Uh, the NBA awards finalists have came out: uh, MVP, Jok- uh, the Joker, uh, Jokic, Curry, Embiid. These are all heavy favorite situations. But when it comes to Defensive Player of the Year, uh, I wanted to ask you this question about Rudy Gobert uh, as a heavy favorite to win Defensive Player of the Year. Could there be a bias or or not? I mean, he's been so dominant. I was just wondering, based on what happened last year, uh, could um, the voting, I guess, uh, have a bias to it. Yeah, I think there's no question that that defensive player of the year is one of those things uh, that there's no easy stat if you're if you're a voter to to turn to, and and that's what voters really want is they want some kind of all right. Let me look at the charts here and see mm-hmm. what I can pick, uh, and and. Uh, you know, because the Jazz are consistently good uh, on the defensive end, you know, he, he, he tends to kind of get the automatic votes, uh, whether he deserves it or not. And, and you know, there's a lot of perimeter guys. I thought Ben Simmons has been making his own case, uh, but but I thought he, when I, when he, just watching him, you know, that's that's part of the thing is you got to watch these guys play to see who's really the best defensive player. Right. Um, I, I, I just can't imagine that, you know, as good as Gobert is in terms of controlling the paint, um, you know, to me, Ben Simmons was the defensive player of the year, uh, but but most voters just don't want to go for a uh, uh, for a perimeter guy. They want to go for the guy in the middle who's blocked shot. All right. That was outstanding, Sean. Thank you so much for your time. NBA editor for Heavy.com and NBA contributor. Enjoy the playoffs. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. Sean Debony uh, right there on the program. Outstanding. Uh, segment right there. When we come back uh, after this break, uh, we're going to figure out the best bet on the board. Always interesting uh, in trying to do that exercise. That's coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. With a break in the Triple Crown, this week's Ron Flatter Racing Pod features a look back on the Preakness with winning owners John and Diane Fradkin talking about Rumbauer. The Bob Bafford controversy and next week's Belmont Stakes will be discussed by Louis Rabot, Megan Devine, and Mike Gandolfo of the Horse Racing Happy Hour. Vsin's Vinny Mayulo will handicap weekend races. The Ron Flatter Racing Pod is available now at vsin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. and sponsored by First Bet. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. I'm Mike Pritchard. He's James Salinas out there in Denver, Colorado. Thanks for tuning in. Um, James, the figuring out the best bet exercise, I think, has helped cash tickets for sure. Um, I love the exercise because, I mean, it gets you thinking in a way I think you should have for uh, when it comes to sports wagering, actually. So uh, let's do this exercise with football. Um, Washington plus 300 to finish first or fourth in the NFC East. Uh, Pritch, there's only one side for me. It's, they're not going to finish fourth. <laughs> okay. it's, it's, you've got the Eagles in that division for starters. So I think for them that the Eagles are going to be the, the team that's, that's bringing up the rear in the NFC East and then probably followed by the Giants. And then thinking about first place, is it going to be how, – how much of a how, – how big of a strides are the Giants going to take this year? You know, they, they definitely retooled when it comes to expanding their, their perimeter prowess with, on the offensive side with the wideouts position that they've – not only drafted, but the offseason moves with Galladay, et cetera, that they've brought in. But I just don't know if if Daniel Jones is the player that I'm going to trust, especially with a really bad offensive line, in my mind, for the Giants to be able to make a big push to win that division. So I think it's a two-team race here with the Cowboys. And I know Dak Prescott is coming back. And mm -hmm. hopefully he'll be back fully healthy and, and get back out on the field and doing what he was doing. Because when he was healthy last year, that offense was clicking. But don't forget that that offense had to keep clicking because that defense couldn't stop anybody. So I don't know here if the Cowboys have what what moves have they done that really that for me uh, I trust for them that on the defensive side to to get consistent stops and remain competitive on the defensive side of the football. The one advantage for the Cowboys that they do have their schedule is really soft compared to what Washington has to deal with. But I think the transformation we saw of the Washington football team last year to this year mm -hmm. uh, is going to carry over the momentum, the culture shift there that Coach Rivera had. I, I, if I'm looking at this, I'm not looking at Washington to finish fourth, so I'll take my chances for them to beat out the the Dallas Cowboys for first place. For plus 300, too. It's a great exercise here. I mean, 
uh, when you think about it this way. Um, plus 300 is not too bad right there. Absolutely, and that's where we look at. Uh, it's just the, the the biggest part for me is it's just the schedule. The schedule is yeah. really the, Washington has a very challenging schedule, and the Cowboys do not. You were talking about this before, wondering, ah, does the league want to see the star back out there? <laughs> and let's set this schedule up. Now they're not playing. You know, they didn't make the playoffs, so they weren't playing a challenging schedule because they weren't the first place. But still, the way the schedule played out for them, it is very favorable. But you know, that big star on that helmet, right. that's also a target. So even though, regardless of the schedule being favored favorable for the Cowboys every team they play they get up to play the Cowboys how about this one Bills 12 to 1 or Rams 12 to 1 to win the Super Bowl I think I got to go on the Bills side. Uh, this is thinking about the Rams and yeah, I mean the up, upgrade at the quarterback position mm-hmm. for sure with Stafford coming over there and so the defense is the defense is loaded and so many stars, so many playmakers and tons of leadership on that side for the Rams too, but I don't know if I'm uh, I, th- I think about the conference too, Pritch and the conference that they're playing and uh, Tampa's in that conference, right? Aren't they in the NFC? I think that's the team that they're going to have to go through once they get out of the regular season. And I think that's the toughest part for the Rams. NFC West, in my, in my estimation, is the most competitive division top to bottom in the NFL. Whoever comes out on top from that, man, they're going to be, it's going to be a bruising season for those teams because it's going to be a dogfight. Whoever wins that NFC, NFC West, what are they going to have left when they get into the playoffs? And then you still have to go through Tampa on that side. So uh, looking at the Bills, I like, we definitely saw great strides from them last year. Now, now they got a target on them. They are the hunted, not the hunter in this case. But I think looking at this here, do I like the Rams chances or the Bills chances? I like the Bills where they're set up in the AFC as opposed to where the Rams are. Oh, man. Can the Bills duplicate what they did this past season, though? And then versus the Rams thinking that they've upgraded their quarterback with one of the better defenses in the National Football League. It, for sure, it's, a, yeah. it's an upgrade from Jared Goff of where they're at. But I don't. it wasn't just Jared Goff where the issue was in my mind for the Rams. I loved the defense on that side, but there were some other issues on that side for the Rams football, you know, for the Los Angeles Rams. Can they run the ball consistently? Is that offensive line going to hold up? Because there's not a lot of depth along that offensive yeah. line for the Rams either. All right, coming up next on the program, Ben Fox, our VP of digital content. He's in studio. Ben's coming up next right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. special after the cut edition of the long shots podcast brady cannon and wes reynolds review the odds heading into the weekend of the pga championship and tell you who they like and who you should fade after the cut has been made check it out tonight at vcin.com or wherever you get your podcasts welcome back to the show it's betting across america presented by betmgm mike pritchard james salinas your host today uh also today in studio, Ben Fox, our VP of Digital Content. Ben, how are you? Doing well. What's going on in Vegas here? It's 60 degrees outside. It's winter all of a sudden. I know. That threw me for a loop, to be honest with you. James, it's 60 degrees out here in Vegas in May. You guys are spoiled. <laughs> 60 degrees. That's been balmy considering the, the spring that we've had out here in Colorado. It's been it's just been a mess out here. It's most of the most of for April and May, 60 degrees would would feel like a day in the sunshine out here. We could go <laughs> it's get warmer a in the studio so here. You, yeah. Yeah. So so it's all relative. Right. But yeah, if 60 degrees is cold, you guys have definitely climate change been conditioned that if 60 degrees is cold here. I don't know. Pritch, you've been out here in Colorado. You can hang with this, I guess, 60 degrees being cold weather right (laughs) it's not normal that's for sure in the month of may uh you know somebody will turn the dial up though it'll be 110 probably next week uh but we'll enjoy the 60 degree weather today that's for sure uh ben uh, as while you're here i mean the nba playing game uh the playing situation i think it's been fantastic uh we saw what the lakers warriors what that viewership was uh what about the betting uh in terms of this game tonight 
Memphis and uh, Golden State. Yeah, so Golden State, interesting team, right? In the NBA, you have such public teams, such public players, right? And that's Mm -hmm. why, you know, Lakers, uh, Warriors going to be such a high handle game. We're not going to see probably a game that high, you know, handled until, I don't know, probably at least the uh, semis, maybe a a Bucks-Nets series or the the Western Conference or Eastern Conference finals, I would say. Uh, But the Warriors now won seven in a row against the number. So a hot team. And the public certainly reflecting that. Basically, every book that I've spoken with, where like 85% of the money, 85% of the bets, DraftKings, points bet, FanDuel, on the Warriors minus five. I think it's mostly Warriors minus five, some minus four and a halfs out there. But uh, the public certainly coming on the Warriors. Mm-hmm. They saw what Steph Curry did. Obviously, a game they could have won outright, certainly, uh, but covered, you know, with fair fair ease, I would say. Really, that was, you know, Lakers minus five, minus five and a half. Never really in doubt uh, too much throughout that game and should be another good one. But, again, Warriors more of a public team. Memphis has John ja Morant, but certainly public lining up right now to bet on the Warriors. Ben, that number's really not moving, which is really interesting. You're talking about the numbers and heavy money coming in on Golden State. Still sitting here basically at five. Little juice towards the Warriors, or towards, excuse me, towards Memphis, but not much. And Pritchard and I have been talking about this. Sometimes we'll get we'll be on the air and we'll talk each other into certain things. We'll talk each other off of certain things. Or talk ourselves. I've, I think right here, I think we're both kind of definitely. I, I think, Pritch, you're with Memphis, right? Am, I'm kind yep. of leaning that way, too. I, jumped I, I like fence. some of the... Pr- <laughs> and I like some of the props better, I think, and I'll stick with that. But what about you, Ben? Are you going to jump with the public, or are we going to go contrarian tonight and roll with Memphis plus the five? So I will say I will probably do what I did in that uh, Lakers-Warriors game, which was a little in-game play. So I thought the Lakers probably would win. I think that was halftime. It was Lakers plus six for the game. So that was what I got in at and, again, felt pretty good about that. And the Lakers covered that adjusted number. Uh, I think so. I'll probably do something in-game here. Again, I think it's always interesting to see. uh, I think I'd probably do in-game on the Warriors, I would say. I think they'll probably win the game, maybe get a little cheaper price. I think that's why the market's so interesting, right? Whether or not you agree with the Warriors or not, it's just a good nugget of information to have that everyone and their brother and sister is betting on the Warriors. (laughs) You might want to go with that. You might want to go against that. Cousin. Everybody, right, exactly. uh, is on the Warriors in this one. Um, the South Point is a place to be, James. Uh, they have released um, the college football games of the year. This place has been vibrant behind us. Uh, ben, you've been out there. What have you seen? Uh, a lot more people, certainly. I think there's been a lot more people in Vegas in general the last right. couple of weeks. But certainly, this is always kind of an event and always an exciting thing. Certainly, college football, I think yesterday, the day before, is a 100-day countdown mm-hmm. to college football. So it's certainly around the corner. Uh, a lot of interesting games that are released. Uh, I have a couple. We've got the big, the big sheet here. Okay. Uh, talk to Chris Andrews. A couple early moves as well. So LSU, week one, they opened a two-point favorite against uh, UCLA at mm-hmm. UCLA. That's up to minus three and a half now for LSU. Alabama, week one, playing uh, in Atlanta against Miami of Florida. That opened at uh, Alabama minus 13, right up to minus 16. So wow. a lot of uh, play certainly on Alabama. And uh, one other one uh, later, October 9th, Georgia opened a four-point favorite at Auburn, now up to minus six. So Again, there's always going to be that early movement. It's right. t- typically a lot of uh, sharps kind of line up, get their bets in, pound these numbers a little bit more into shape, and then everyone else gets a chance. But so many games, certainly. I saw our own Tim Murray tweet out the uh, Notre Dame you know, spreads in the uh, games of the year, obviously, as a Notre Dame fan. So many interesting ones to go through. They open up minus six uh, at Florida State, Notre Dame. So, just again, kind of feeling like, you know, we got a little ways to football, but it's really right around the corner. Prish, where's the where's the buffs? Where's C, where's the love for CU? Where's the games of the year for the Colorado Buffaloes? Uh, not have on the to bed start. sheet. I'm still looking. Yeah. I'm still looking through not here. On the I, I might not have gotten everything. James, how about Alabama being double-digit favorites uh, already? I mean, I don't even know who's going to be their quarterback uh, in the upcoming season. I don't know if it even really matters. I think with Alabama, haven't we just seen that it, it's constantly reload? They're not in ever – they haven't been in rebuild mode for decades now, especially with Saban there for sure. I, 
I mean, I see. I think think about Miami too, and all the talent that they lost. Lost a, lot, a number of players to the NFL draft over uh, just last month. So a lot of turnover for Miami. Miami is still they're not in they're not in the mode where they it is reload for them as opposed to Alabama, where absolutely it's and that game's in Atlanta, right? So you're playing in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Uh, it's gonna be right, isn't it? Gonna be your indoors gonna be heavily favored when it comes to fans in the stands following the Crimson Tide from Alabama here. That makes sense to me. You talked about that being a big move. Mm-hmm. Totally understand why. It is absolutely just reload for Alabama, regardless of who's going to be in the quarterback position. Yeah, I thought one other thing, too, that rivalry weekend, right, right around, I think it's right after Thanksgiving, that Thanksgiving weekend, such big spreads. And again, this, you know, programs go up, programs go down. But just for example, Alabama minus 12 in the Iron Bowl at Auburn, Florida minus 16 at home against Florida State, Ohio State minus 13 at Michigan, Oklahoma minus 11 at Oklahoma State. So again, all those rivalry games, Mm -hmm. double digit favorites. Again, it, it, it depends. We saw that certainly before with Alabama LSU when LSU was really good. Now, certainly they're not Alabama 17 point favorite, but just interesting. Such discrepancy on year to year and those big spreads. Bama's poised to just kill the SEC this (laughs) year. Minus 17 against LSU, James, in week 10. And this is incredible. Ben, thanks again for your time. That was awesome. You got it. Absolutely. When we come back, uh, leans and picks. Maybe James is off the fence. Maybe not. I'll find out when we come back right here on BSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have ticked it off? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
We all love home runs in Major League Baseball, especially if you are a new BetMGM customer. Turn $1 into $100 when someone goes yard during a game. Sign up for the BetMGM app using vSIN100, and if you place a $1 Moneyline wager on the Dodgers or Giants, you'll get $100 if either team hits a home run. It's a new customer offer paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. Located in Colorado, Iowa, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Excludes Michigan. Disassociated persons, please gamble responsibly. If you feel you have a problem, it's 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, and Virginia. 1-800-270-7117 for help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana and in Tennessee. Call or text the red line 800-889-9789. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, James Salinas, your host today. James, I got some updated news uh, from the National Football League. Uh, so confirmation of sorts, I would imagine there was rumors that uh, could the Patriots be among one of those teams that's a suitor for Julio Jones? Well, NBC Sports Boston is reporting that Julio Jones wants to see that happen. He wants to be a, a New England Patriot. How about that? That's an interesting that's an interesting dynamic right there. Now, thinking about the the current state of the quarterback position in Cam right. Newton, I don't know if Julio Jones' skill set with his ability to to get down the field and make big catches down the field, I don't know if that's a, at least with the current starter with Cam Newton, that's a great match unless he's ready to catch the ball with his toes because it seemed like so many of those passes coming from Newton were just taking nose dives. But yeah, I think you know you think about where. At, with the Falcons, it's rebuild mode, obviously for them. It's a turnover with, turnover with the coaching staff and and the front office. I'm just wondering, Pritch, maybe that if there's something there we're thinking about with Arthur Smith coming in and the style of offense that he likes to run. Maybe that's something that doesn't that Julio Jones doesn't feel like he's going to fit in as well as what he has in the past. And and you know, staying healthy has always been an issue for Julio Jones. When he's healthy, he's a spectacular receiver. Going to Indian, go, going to New England and playing there with McDaniels. McDaniels will figure out a way to to make sure that regardless of whoever the quarterback is, if it's going to be Mac Jones at some point or even Cam Newton throwing throwing darts into the dirt, that, uh, that they'll find a way to get the ball to Julio Jones. Okay, so Julio is uh, plus 700 to go to the Patriots uh, in 2021. Um, the Chargers plus 500 to Colts. He was minus 150 uh, to stay with the Falcons. Uh, the Falcons can get some salary cap relief if they trade him, uh, James. And so if Julio's indicating he wants to be traded to the Patriots, Cam Newton or Mac Jones, I mean, this is very interesting to me at plus 700 for Julio Jones and the Patriots. Looking at those numbers too, you see all the the teams. They're all in the AFC, mm-hmm. right? Get him. You don't want to trade him within. You're not definitely not going to trade him within the division, but you don't want to trade him within the conference, from that matter either. Let him go to. The, I guess that's the. I guess it's a matter of what is the relationship like for Julio Jones and and been there quite a while with Atlanta and always been again same thing when he's been healthy, really a spectacular playmaker for the Atlanta Falcons and and gives it gives great effort for them. Just wondering where's that relationship. Relationship there, and are they looking to do number one? Are they looking to do him a solid if he's if he has any leverage to be able to open up and say, "Here's where I'd like to go if I have an opportunity." Does that matter based on really the draft capital and really the price point of what they're going to get back? I suspect it'll be the latter. Whoever can offer the best package, I would think, is where he would go. So you'd have to dig more into whether it's the Colts or the Chargers or any of those other teams up there on the board, Pritch. Mm-hmm. Really dig into what could they potentially package that would be enticing for the Falcons to be able to ship him. Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, certainly, you know, I was just thinking about Cam Newton, you know, living in Atlanta area and offseason Julio. You know, they can talk uh, as Julio's out there, too. And, uh, you know, if that's the destination, uh, if he has some say in this, because that would be the move for Atlanta to trade Julio uh, strictly for cap relief. And uh, maybe you want to do him a solid, maybe because he's been such a productive player for you, a Hall of Fame player for you. If you're Atlanta, you give him what he wants. And so, again, take another look at that plus 700 for him to go to the Patriots. 
I think so. I mean, it would make sense from that standpoint of what you're saying. If the, right. the relationship is good, which I suspect it is, it's it's a matter of I don't know what what would he be, what would he command, right? What what is his market value when it comes to trade? What would they be able to get back from? What 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 is his asking price as far as the Falcons are concerned? What could you get for Julio Jones? I don't know what that is. I don't know what that looks like. But then it comes down to can it's a later round draft pick. What does that look like, Pritch? I really don't. Don't know what his value would be on the trade market the NFL yeah not so much I not too much I mean strictly this would be a cap move for Atlanta I don't yeah. know if they would expect a lot in return um, for a receiver he's going to be 32 he's off injured as well uh, so I, I think this would be strictly about cap room dead cap or, or or salary cap situation money situation right there with Julio Newly, and New England's made plenty of moves at the tight end position. <laughs> they had the, yeah, right. Falcon, right. So let's get somebody on the outside. I mean, that's where they've been struggling and, you know, kind of missed on some of their, their higher round draft picks at the wide receiver position. You bring over a veteran like Julio Jones and whatever connection there was with Cam there, like you said, but just the veteran presence and the playmaking ability to help stretch that offense, even if Cam Newton isn't able to stretch the field with his accuracy down the field anymore, at least the threats there and and what does that look like eventually? When do we see Mac Jones out there who can stretch the field and get the ball down the field and form a, not that they were connected at Alabama to, to be playing, but Alabama connection there as well. So, yeah, I mean, it would, I would think so. It would make sense. I would make sense for the Patriots to want to get the deal done. They need help at the receiver position for sure. Yeah. They got Nelson Aguilar, um, Nikhil Harry. I mean, I guess you could trade him back if uh, Atlanta would want him, but I don't know if they would want him. <laughs> Well, Algalore's got to catch the ball. We see yeah. plenty of dropsies out of Algalore, but yeah, we're not going to have that problem with with Julio Jones going there. For the if you're the Patriots, absolutely, you got to be trying to do whatever you can to make that deal. That's a great deal to be able to add there, especially what we've seen right now that they're going for it. But they are making moves. They made plenty of moves in the free agency. They got some opt-outs that opted back in for the Patriots. Bill Belichick's not used to losing. That was an awful season for the Patriots. So they are, he is definitely going to do whatever they need to do to move forward and get 2020 behind them. Yeah, according to NBC Sports Boston, they want to see Julio, or Julio wants to see this happen, wants to be traded to the Patriots. We'll see if that happens uh, coming up in a matter of days for sure. Uh, the NBA, James, the playoff a situation, win or go home situation Warriors and Memphis uh, I know you're probably on the prop side of, of this game more so than a side or a total yeah I lean towards the war or the the Grizzlies with that plus five but just that championship acumen and confidence that Steph Curry brings I know all the the public and their public team and Steph Curry and and it should be right they've the the way that especially how Curry's played and we know in a one game situation he's capable of carrying a team through a whole series let alone a one game situation and 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 thinking about the the perimeter defense for the Grizzlies this is not the Lakers defense that Steph Curry's going to have to face tonight, although I think you're going to see plenty of bodies running at Steph Curry and a lot of switching on those off-ball screens that they run for Curry. And great move, great movement without the basketball does Curry. But, you know, I don't want to get in front of Steve. I don't want to get in Steph, for Steph Curry. I'm not going to lay five points with the Warriors here. I think we see a very competitive effort out of the Grizzlies. This is not going to be anything like what we saw that nonsense last night with the Pacers and really no effort, especially the defensive end. We'll see it for the Grizzlies here. I like the props better, though, what we talked about earlier. I think Valanciunas, that's the biggest mismatch for Memphis is going against the, the thin front line for the Warriors. Valanciunas, yeah, look, it's 19.5 now plus 100 to go over 19.5 points. I think he's going to get plenty of touches, whether it's through the post, running sets through there, or a lot of it's going to be screen and roll uh, with both Morant and Brooks. And then the other one was going to be that Brooks assist total over 2.5 plus 105. Mm -hmm. I think for both Morant and Brooks, they are going to be driving the ball to the back. They're not going to be settling for threes. They're going to play to their strengths, and that is not shooting the basketball from the outside. It is putting the ball on the on the deck and getting to the hoop, and that's where I think you're going to see a lot of opportunities for Valanciunas too or, and or for Brooks just to hand the ball off once the help side comes over. Two and a half assists to go over there, plus 105. I like that spot too. I do like that one as well. How about Wiggins? I mean, he's 21 and a half on points, five and a half uh, rebounds. Two and a half on assists. I mean, he was aggressive against the Lakers looking for his shot. Uh, how do you think he performs tonight in this game? 
That's he's that one's so inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Right? He's just not one that I'm going to trust to say, yeah, you're going to pour in 20 plus points in this big game, an elimination game. This almost be this. This one just feels like we talked about the confidence that Steph Curry is going to bring to that Warriors team, but also the confidence to know that at, we can defer to Steph Curry because he can shoot it from as soon as, he, as soon as he crosses half court. There's your range right there for <laughs> Steph Curry. I don't know what we're going to see out of Wiggins. Wiggins is not going to if anything. I'd be betting against it mm-hmm. rather than betting on Wiggins to hit that total. Yeah, you might want to try to be aggressive, but ult- ultimately, especially tight game, we get into that second half, Pritch, there's going to be a lot. They're, they're definitely going to be looking a lot of sets for Curry and a lot of deferring on the court for Curry as well. I wouldn't want to bet Wiggins over that total as far as his points are concerned. Yeah, you got the floaters with Morant. I mean, 21 and a half seems like a, a far reach as well. I wouldn't bet it under, though. No, I think I think for both Morant and Brooks, it's going to be they they know what they're how they're going to play, and they're not going to settle for Jays. Now their shooting prowess not so good, but their ability to get to the rim, I think for Morant, I don't know if I'd want to go that over as well. I probably wouldn't bet his point total, maybe the assist total to to give the basketball up because he will facilitate. But I I like Brooks just sitting at two and a half rather than there because Brooks is going to have plenty of opportunities to put the ball on the floor and really was when when that. You think about that game on Sunday, and I don't want to just take one game mm-hmm. and say this is how this is going to match out here for this game tonight because it is bit, definitely higher stakes for tonight, obviously, elimination game. But thinking about how Memphis, Curry got really hot in that third quarter, extended a big lead, then Curry went to the bench. They made a big run really on the back of Dylan Brooks, and it was a tight game, two- or three-point game, until Brooks fouled out with about six minutes to go in that fourth quarter, and then that, that, that's where the wheels came off for Memphis. Here, I don't think we'll see that happen. I think it's going to be a competitive game. I'm with you, Pritch. I lean towards the Grizzlies, but I like my player props. Better. All right. Well, good luck, uh, James. Uh, enjoy baseball, basketball, and hockey all this weekend. Same to you, partner. Have a great weekend out there. It's not that cold. Is it 60 degrees? That's balmy <laughs> no, out here. Yeah, I'm looking forward Take to getting out there. Yeah, absolutely. Take, <laughs> Take care. care, my friend. Have a safe weekend. You too. You do the same. They'll do it for us. My guys in the desert come up next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.